you know, probably 99% of the reason why you love the brand or why you shop is because of the experience that the brand delivers to you or the feeling you get when you buy the product or how it makes you feel about yourself when you buy it. I mean, all of these things are really subconscious level um, experiences that we need to be delivering to our customers or our clients. And it's, you know, I cringe when people say it's all about a logo or, you know, it's so much more than that. It is that, that experience, that client experience. What is up everybody? My name is Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me Em. I am obsessed with all things spirituality, business, and personal growth. I started the Empower With Them podcast at 21 years old, whilst I was studying my Masters of Architecture at uni. It is fair to say that this podcast catapulted my life in a direction I never imagined possible. Soon after starting this podcast, I dropped out of my degree, quit my nine to five, and started my own business, and in just eight months of starting, became a six-figure CEO. Inside of this podcast, I share insights into the realities of being a 20-something-year-old CEO, along with actionable tips to help you unlock your true potential and create a soul-aligned and impactful life and business. So pull up a seat, put on your headset, and get ready to get empowered. Welcome back to another guest episode on the Empower with M podcast. Now, I'm very excited about today's guest. I swear I say that all the time, but we just have the best guests come onto this show. And honestly, having just connected with today's guest only so slightly before hitting record, I can already tell it's going to be such a fun and high energy episode. So today's guest is the founder and CEO of Liberty Type, which is a branding agency based in Knoxville, Tennessee. So she works with business owners and entrepreneurs to transform how they present their brand to the world through messaging and design. She believes in a white glove experience and in offering her clients a strategic and gorgeous brand from start to finish. Now, with that said, I'm so excited to introduce Amanda Berg to you guys today. So welcome, Amanda. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. So why don't you kick it off and tell our listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, so um, I actually kind of have an interesting story. So I started my agency. um, I was, I think, 23. I don't know. I was young. Um, But I was coming off of a journalism career. So I was a news editor in Philadelphia. So I was reporting lots of breaking news and all of that stuff. And Um, I always loved to write, but I found myself really um, itching to like create something and design something. So I was playing around with Adobe Illustrator and designing logos and little graphics and stuff in the middle of the night. And I decided to just start an Etsy shop and start selling logos and see, you know, if anything came of it. And um, I made my first sale like three days later. And it grew into this entire agency over the last six years. So it's been a really uh, cool journey. We have a team of women now that work with us and we serve a lot of women. And um, so it's just been a really, really cool journey how sometimes those last minute create something in the middle of the night things turns into an entire business. 
And I can so resonate with that because my journey, I'm 24 now, but my journey started at 22. Um, And it was very much similar, you know, sitting up late at night, uh, built out this podcast. This was the thing that actually led to my business journey starting. So I love to hear that, you know, you also started your uh, business really young and to now see how much it's grown and evolved. And I guess my question to you is, did you ever expect that your business would be where it is now when you were starting it out back at 23? Uh, Absolutely not. Um, I mean, I just, I've always had a, I guess, kind of a business mindset. Even before I had a business, I was always trying to find ways to make money in my spare time. So Um, you know, when I met my husband, I had six jobs. I was like working mornings at one place and full-time at another place and late nights somewhere else and bussing tables on the weekends. Like I would just, oh, I can't sit still. So I just love to make money when I'm not busy or doing something. And so I noticed after a couple nights of learning these graphic design programs and playing around with stuff. And I'm like, I'm just wasting my time if I'm not making money doing this. So like, I'm going to make them anyway. So I might as well just try and sell one and see if someone will buy it. And then someone did. And I was like, what? Like, what is going on? And I just, it really, it happened by accident. I never sat down and strategically thought about planning out a business or wrote up a business plan or anything like that. I just have six and a half years of just keeping up with clients and like, I guess I need to hire someone else, or I guess we'll elevate the experience this way. Like it's always been um, kind of learning as we go. So Mm, I love that. And what would you say probably like the biggest lesson would be or the biggest lessons you would be if you could go back in time, you know, six and a half years ago and share that with your younger self? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I've really been happy with how things have gone because it, it's all it's all been really unexpected. Um, so I'm always so grateful that I get to do it another day, another year, hire some, you know, another person, get another client. Like I'm always just reaching that next, that next step. Um, I will say the one thing that I've heard a lot of um, from a lot of entrepreneurs, and it's definitely true in my story that's made me successful is being really scrappy. Like I just, you know, anytime someone asks me if I know how to do something, I always tell them I do. And then I figure it out later. (laughs) So that's, I mean, not being, uh, not being shy and not being scared. You know, I mean, I was designing logos and then a client was like, I know you have a journalism background. Like I need some copywritten. Can you write that for me? And I'm like, absolutely. I love writing website copy. And then I'm like, let me go read all the books tonight and learn all about it. And, you know, it's just, um, that's definitely contributed to my success is like, how can I possibly make this work? And just always reinventing the wheel, I feel like. Mm, It's very much being resourceful, you know, and constantly stretching your comfort zone and allowing yourself to take on these new opportunities of growth that do come up, which is so awesome to hear. I'm all about being scrappy and (laughs) just putting yourself out there and giving it a crack because you don't know until you try, right? That's right. That's right. Yep. (laughs) I love that. So obviously you work with companies on their brand design in their businesses. So what is brand design and why does brand design matter as a business owner? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's super important, you know, any, any brand, any place that you shop, 
you know, probably 99% of the reason why you love the brand or why you shop is because of the experience that the brand delivers to you or the feeling you get when you buy the product or how it makes you feel about yourself when you buy it. I mean, all of these things are really subconscious level um, experiences that we need to be delivering to our customers or our clients. And it's, you know, I cringe when people say it's all about a logo or, you know, it's so much more than that. It is that, that experience, that client experience. Um, so we really, you know, we love working with brands from start to finish um, on everything. So we do brand design, we write copy and we do website design. Um, we really are that, you know, go-to agency that can, you know, white glove, do all those things for you. Because I've, found a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs, they feel very like they're piecemealing these things as, as I felt, at, you know, growing a business, it's like, I take a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And so um, when you get to the point where you've built a really successful business and now you need to look like you're as successful as you are, it's nice to come to one place that's like, okay, here's my brand, just make it look beautiful, make it sound beautiful, make it feel beautiful. And, um, and we can do all those things in one place. Amazing. So at the end of the day, branding really comes back to creating that experience and that feeling. And so how does yeah. someone actually go about creating an experience or a feeling behind a brand? Yeah. So, I mean, I think you really need to know your customers really well, you know, what, are they looking to get out of it? Where um, where are the gaps in the market? I mean, that's that's been like the story of my whole business, right? Is like, I'm always looking at my competitors and finding things that they do and ways I can do them even better. Um, there is a, you know, a, a tradition of like, this is the way it's always been done. This is, you know, we, and you, I think a lot of times in business, you just do things without even thinking about why you do them. Right. So I always tell my, my clients, like, what are those gaps in the market? Write them down. Like, what are those things that are frustrating to people that are going to buy your product or buy your service that they just can't, they're not getting resolved. Um, especially from their point of view, um, asking your clients what they want. Um, you know, I think when you know the, the industry and the business and stuff so well, you get a little sidetracked. Um, so I, I think it just comes down to knowing your customer and knowing what they want and the type of experience that they want. Mm, yep. So finding those gaps in the market and really tapping into those frustrations and providing that solution for them. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So I'm curious to know, you know, when you first started out in this brand design space, how have your sort of like branding methods evolved since then? Because I'm sure over time, like your focuses have changed at some point or another. And I'm curious to see like where it was when you started versus now, like what is that focus for you and your company? Yeah. I mean, a big thing we used to do when we first started was give clients lots of options. Um, you know, we would design six different versions of the logo and let them choose um, design several types of collateral and let them choose. Um, and while the client may feel like having more of a choice feels good, I think it also is really stressful. Um, especially when you're investing a lot of money into an expert, into your brand design, you want to know that you're, you're getting the right thing. So 
we would send clients, you know, a couple designs to pick from, and they would always want a, a combination of everything. And then it kind of lost all intention, right? Like, well, why did we make this in the first place? Um, so probably about four or five years ago now, um, we started just offering one solution. So we spend so much time before the project even starts doing research and thinking about the strategy of that so that there is only one solution. Um, and that's what we're delivering to them. And I was expecting a ton of pushback on that. And I've never had anyone complain um, because by the time we deliver something, it's like, it's what they were imagining in their head from, you know, they just couldn't communicate it. Um, so that's a, a huge thing that we've, we've changed in our process. Another thing, um, we stopped doing unlimited revisions. I think as a, yeah, as a, uh, a creative or an entrepreneur or anyone in this space, I think you have the tendency to like give everything in the kitchen sink to value your price, to value your worth. Um, and we used to do that and just, we would revise things as many times to make sure that our clients were happy and that we got it right. And we just felt like it was a, it was a never ending cycle and we could never get to the finish line. And then when we did get there, we were somehow back where we started. Um, so we started doing one revision round, which was a complete game changer because when people know that they only have one chance to ask for a revision, they ask for everything in one chance. Um, they're, they're clear. They don't beat around the bush. I tell our clients like, you're never going to hurt our feelings. Like we want to get it right. Um, so that revision policy has um, really, it's been great for us, of course, as a business, it's made our jobs easier, but it's made our clients feel a lot less stressed too, knowing that it's, this project's not going to drag on forever. That was a huge gap in our, in our market was these websites last 10, 12 weeks, branding takes months, years, it's never done. Um, and so this is a great way for our clients to walk in and get that finished product and then actually launch this business that they've been dreaming of. Mm, I love that. And I love that you had like such a great awareness around what was happening in your business and what wasn't working and how you could then adapt and create a solution that's actually going to solve the problem and get better results for your clients as well, which is really great. Um, and on that note of unlimited revisions as well. I'm curious, like, is there any other boundaries that, you know, you've had to learn to put in place within your company, whether it be between clients or even something just for yourself to uphold that's really helped you see more success? Um, I think that revision thing really did it, to be honest. I mean, that was that was huge. That was um, and that was another thing. Like, I think as business owners, we're so hard to put those boundaries in place because we're afraid that people are going to push back on them because the boundary isn't creating the boundary, right? The boundary is upholding the boundary when it gets pushed against. And we know that when someone fights us on the one revision thing, we're just going to cave or whatever. Um, but it was, it was good for our clients too. Like, you know, obviously as business owners, we need to sometimes make selfish decisions for the sake of the business to protect our time, to protect our team, our sanity, whatever. But this was a game changer for our clients too, because I wanted our clients to get there faster too. Um, I didn't want them to feel like it was a revolving door and never ending process. Um, there's so many clients that have come to us now that are like, I love the fact that when you say my project's going to take nine weeks, it actually takes nine weeks. Like there's new dates, there's actual, we give hard deadlines 
um, because that has been the number one complaint is I'm still working on my branding and we started eight months ago, or it's just, you know, creatives can be flaky and there's not a lot of our competition that offers hard deadlines is organized. So that's a place that we can really shine. I absolutely love that. Now, I want to transition the conversation a bit um, because I know that you are someone who thinks outside the box and, you know, you like to do things a little bit differently. So can you tell me a little bit how about how this has shown up across your business experience and how it sort of helped you get to where you are now? So the Aligned Coaching Academy, it's really the best option that you can take in order to finally hit the ground running towards seeing that massive growth within your business. The Business Academy is really the only program that I know of that can teach you how to grow your business to those consistent 10K months without falling victim to the hustle culture. So if you're ready to finally be turning your passion and purpose into real and scalable profit, or if you've been building a business for some time, but have been feeling quite stuck and as though you're not seeing the level of results you want to see, then keep on listening. Because if you are serious about getting the clear step-by-step strategy that you need to build a six-figure business for yourself, just like what I have done, and do so in the fastest manner possible, then this academy is 100% aligned with you. So if you are interested in taking a look into this opportunity, exploring what the academy could offer to you, then what I want you to do is head to the episode description of today's podcast and click the button that says, join me in my aligned coaching academy, okay? Yeah. So, I mean, we're, um, like I said, I'm always looking for what is the way that this has been done and how can we do it completely differently? Like, why are we doing things this way? Um, And so a big thing that I noticed is, you know, our clients, we would do their branding, we'd write their copy, we would design their website, and then they would put up these social media graphics that I could tell they designed in Canva that were god awful. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you just invested so much time and money and strategy into this brand. And now you're presenting it in not the best light, right? So, um, and we did have clients come back to us for little things. Hey, can you create my email signature? Hey, I need, I want to launch a course. I need a sales page on my website. Can you do that? Um, and it was, it's hard, right? Like we have very, um, as I shared, strict deadlines around our client processes. And so, um, when someone comes in our inbox and needs a little one-off thing, it's a little hard for us to manage, right? Um, usually they needed something weeks before they're asking it, um, you know, from us. So I'm like, we need to solve this problem. We need a a reinvention of the retainer, right? Because not everyone can afford a regular retainer with a designer. Um, We need a way for someone to request things that they need from us um, and get them quick. We need a way for us to manage our time well. Um, And so that was the whole mission behind uh, Creative Liberty Club. So that's our uh, membership that we've um, probably just launched by the time you're listening to this. But um, 
it's essentially a creative team on a subscription. So you get our creative team in your back pocket throughout the year for anything that you need, Um, you know, social media graphics, um, captions, you know, now that we've written your copy, maybe you want us to write your Instagram stuff too, sales pages, pages of design, um, email newsletters, blog posts, like all those little things that come up that you want to keep uh, looking great, right? Because you want your brand to look great all year long, not just like the first week after launch. Um, so that's what Creative Liberty Club is is designed to do. Mm, I absolutely love that. I'm so excited to be able to share this with um, our listeners and to, you know, have them start to explore what it is you do offer inside this club as well. So for anyone who is listening today, you guys, if you do jump into the episode description, you can find a link that will take you straight to the page to be able to find all the information you need on the Creative Liberty Club and um, access, you know, the different levels of monthly subscriptions that are available for you there as well. Um, So in saying that, is there anything else you'd want our listeners to know about the club um, that might help them with making their decision moving forward? Yeah. So one of the big pieces that we did as part of this club was having those tier options that you mentioned. So we want anyone, regardless of how big your business is or how big your budget is, to be able to afford that creative team in your back pocket throughout the year. So um, we have three tiers. And we also know that things come up throughout the year. Maybe once a year you do a course launch. Um, Maybe you need some extra help throughout the year. Um, so you can always add one-off items to your subscription as well to get that extra support when you need it. Uh, we found that a lot of our, um, clients are either trying to create these items themselves, and obviously that's not the best use of your time when you're trying to run a business, um, or they're paying a VA quite a bit of money an hour to create this stuff for them. And VAs are usually not copywriters. They're usually not graphic designers or web designers, Um, so we want to make sure that regardless of your, your budget, you can, um, afford to work with us. I absolutely love that. Well, the link is in the episode description. So if anyone does want to check that out, they can go dive deep there and learn more about it. They can even have a look at your website and everything, of course, there as well. But on this note of obviously um, thinking outside of the box and creating something that no one else is offering inside the space that you're in, is there a certain like thought process, you know, that goes behind this or like a certain strategy to be able to come up with, you know, such a unique concept that um, maybe your competitors aren't already doing? I, I think there's so many people that are just stuck in this routine of like, okay, I build websites and this is how I do it. And this is what I do. And I do the same thing, repeat, repeat, repeat. And I, I mean, I feel like we work with three, four clients and we're tweaking a part of our process, right? Like every, every client, even the bad ones are blessings to your business. They really are. They show you the gaps. They show you where the holes are. Um, we're always thinking of ways that we can reinvent something tweak the client experience, make something better. Um, even the little the little comments that you get in an email, like, oh my gosh, you were so great to work with. I would have loved X. X is now part of it. You know what I mean? Like we're always, we're always finding those things and paying attention to what people say when when someone says that they're frustrated by something in the industry, you know, just being creative and how you can you can solve that and give people what they want. Mm, listening to what people are sharing with you and then getting creative in how to become the solution to what they're asking for. 
Yeah. I think we get in our heads too much about creating what we want to create Mm -hmm. and people are telling you what they want to buy from you. You just have to listen. Mm, Yeah. And that's exactly it. Hey, with social media, we can just connect with our audience, like our ideal client in so many different ways um, that if, you know, you feel like you're not hearing anything from anyone, just start asking as well. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And I mean, a $5 Starbucks gift card goes a long way, right? Like just, hey, can I bug you for a few minutes, a few questions and here's Starbucks money for sure. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that. So I'm curious to know, you've just launched obviously this membership platform. This is the next big step you're taking in your company. So when you're sort of looking at like the next 10 years ahead, where do you see all of this really evolving? Yeah. So our big mission, you know, when I started this business, I was unknowingly uh, pregnant with my son and I went through that battle of a brand new business and trying to figure out maternity leave and a newborn and all of these things. And um, I knew pretty early on that going and getting a regular nine to five corporate job was going to be really difficult for me um, as a mom. And I know a lot of other women and moms go through the same thing. So all the women that work for Liberty Type or on Creative Liberty Club are all very well-educated stay-at-home moms. Um, so they they fit this in with, you know, their work schedule. So my goal is, you know, obviously we serve a lot of clients that are moms and women um, and everyone that works for us is. So I just want to continue to grow that and give moms an alternative to rushing through maternity leave and going back to work and where you can do both, right? You can stay at home with your kids and you could have a great job um, as well. So that's that's my hope that we'll continue to, to grow that. I love that. And on that note, you know, I am aware I've got a lot of listeners in my audience who are um, mums, whether it be young mums or, you know, whatever age they're at. And they are wanting to dive into that entrepreneurial space. Some of them stepping into network marketing, others, you know, stepping into more of these service-based businesses. What would your advice be for them, you know, to help them navigate the challenges of raising a newborn whilst also trying to raise a business? Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, you know, they say to sleep when the baby sleeps. And I don't know, I worked on the business when the baby slept. I, I took the alternate approach. It's, it's really hard. I mean, it's, it's figuring out how to have client meetings and Zoom meetings when nap might not work out today. I mean, it's, it's really challenging. Um, I don't know how most people do it, especially if you don't have a really great support system. You know, lean on the people that, that are around you as much as you can. You know, spouses, parents, friends. Um, it's okay to ask for support, to ask for help. You shouldn't feel guilty when you take a shower, right? Like this, these are like reminders that we need to um, instill in, in moms. It's it's really, really challenging. But I think when you have a, a dream, um, you just, you go for it, right? You find the time, you squeeze in the minutes. Um, you know, multitasking is probably, uh, you know, my favorite word at that stage in my life, you know, I mean, breastfeeding and and answering Instagram DMs. Um, You know, there's lots of women that are doing it that have done it before you um, that you can find as a mentor and look up to as well. Mm, I love that. You get very, uh, become, build resilience. Yes. (laughs) Which is probably great for the long term in business anyway, dealing with that challenge at the very start. 
But I'm curious to know, like, aside from obviously the challenges of uh, raising a newborn as you're raising your business, were there any other major challenges that did come up for you in your journey to getting to where you are now? Um, I think a big one has been confidence, right? I know a lot of uh, business owners deal with that in like sharing about what they're doing. Um, But it's like, you can't make money if you don't talk about it, right? Everyone's got to know what you're doing. Um, so just don't be shy. Like people do not pay as much attention to you as they think you do, or as you think they do. Um, so just don't be shy about sharing what you're working on. Um, it doesn't always have to be a finished product. People love to be a part of the process. People love to know what you're making, what you're creating, what you're dreaming up. Um, and if in six months, a year, it doesn't work out, no one will remember that you did it. It's okay. Um, but just be confident about, about sharing it. Um, sharing your title, talking about what you do. Um, Just don't be shy about it. Yeah, confidence is so important at the end of the day um, in so many different ways within business. So I love that you mentioned that there about being confident and sharing what it is you actually have to offer because if you're not going to be sharing it, no one's going to know it exists and then you're not going to be able to make an impact, right? You're not going to be able to serve. And I think that's the biggest um, mindset shift I like to, or the, the biggest way I like to sort of like frame that shift is sales is service at the end of the day. And if you're not sharing what it is you have to sell, then you're not serving. And we're all in this space to serve in one way or another. Absolutely. Amazing. Well, Amanda, I've been loving our conversation today. Um, As we do start to get towards the end of this episode, I'd love to sort of hear from you. What is your focus right now? It's something that I like to ask all the business owners that I bring on here, like, uh, because I find it interesting hearing about where your main focus is in this part of your life and your business journey right now. So what is it that comes up for you there? Yeah, I mean, I think running a a boutique agency, it's been, you know, just serving our clients really well. Um, As we build, of course, that'll always be our mission. But as we um, build Creative Liberty Club, I think we have a desire just to serve more people, because this has been really lacking in the space. You know, we're the first agency to have some type of creative service as a subscription, Um, And so that's the goal. I I want this to be more accessible, you know, having um, having great collateral, you know, a great presentation of your business online should not be a gatekeeped thing that costs thousands and thousands of dollars or that you have to waste a lot of your own time doing yourself. Um, So I think that's our our main focus right now is just serving as many people as possible. Mm, I absolutely love that. And I know there's going to be so many people who are just going to jump into this new um, opportunity that you have created because it is something that is so damn needed. So with that said, if any of our listeners do want to come and check out what you have to offer or simply just keep following your journey after today, where's the best place for them to find you? Um, We're probably most active on Instagram. Um, That's at Liberty Type Co. Co. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Well, I'll put that in the episode description for people to access anyway. And the final thing that I'd love to ask you, Amanda, is something that, again, I ask all of my guests who come on the show, given it's the Empower With Them podcast, what is a final piece of empowering advice you'd love to leave our listeners with today? That's a big ask. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, launch it before you're ready. Like things are never going to feel a hundred percent. It's never going to feel done. It's never going to feel perfect. Just launch it. 
launch it so that you can you can tweak it and make it better. Um, but yeah, just launch it anyway. I love that. That's the thing. It comes back to taking that scrappy, imperfect action. Yes. As you yes. mentioned at the start of the episode, just get it out there. And then from that point forward, you can start to revise, clean up, improve all of that. Well, Amanda, it's been so much fun chatting to you. I'm so thankful and grateful that you were able to come on here and share your wisdom and also share so much about this exciting new uh, membership platform that you have created as well. So I just want to thank you for your time, your energy and your wisdom that you've brought to the podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So that's a wrap on another episode of the Empower With Them podcast. If you want more from me, then make sure you come say hi over on Instagram at EmpowerWithM and let me know your thoughts on this episode. And if you love the podcast, then don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review to help us grow this platform. Now, before you go, I'm going to leave you with one final question to sit with and take action on stepping away from today's episode. How can you go out into the world today and do something small that will empower those around you in some way? Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming along and I'll see you next episode.